Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, including Steven Universe, Gravity Falls, Star Wars Rebels, Moonbeam City, and Ruby. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Hello. And Britt Falcon. Hello, dearies. Oh, y'all. <laughs> Dearies, that's an interesting attitude for for the apocalypse, which is what we'll be discussing today. Weird Mageddon Part 1. Everyone needs a hug after the Yeah, of the latest episode of Gravity Falls and the first part of Question Mark Part Series Weird Mageddon. <laughs> Who knows? We have no idea when the next episode is. But we'll be discussing Part 1 today and what an episode it was. Uh, you can find out everything about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. We cover Gravity Falls every week that it is on, which is a non-consistent schedule consisting of probably three more episodes in the entire show. So that's not many more, but that's that's what we'll be doing. Who knows? Probably, it's either three or four left, and I'm thinking three, and I'm thinking that we will not be getting a third season. That's my my latest read on the situation but of course we don't what know anything into another dimension there's a whole third season um, about that or everyone dies well i've heard that okay we'll, we'll talk about this later anyway uh let's talk about the episode i've heard hearsay based on what alex Hirsch said i think disney is a gag order on everyone so no one can talk about uh how many episodes are left which makes no sense to me if this is part one of the series finale i would like it to be hyped that would be a good idea but it is not uh, being done so by disney so whatever uh they like to make us suffer i don't i don't know why why they did that um okay let's get right into it uh weird me get in part one delaney what was your reaction and what did you think of the episode so, like, while I was watching the episode, I was just kind of like, what the heck is happening? And it was, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Like, Wendy is just amazing. I was just freaking out. And I was watching it with my roommate, so we, we were just kind of, like, squawking at each other. And Squawking? Yes. Are you and, uh, Dipper and Wendy when they go into the bird bubble? Yes, that's, okay. that is exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were robins. It was, just, it was adorable. And it was, uh, it was a lot um, darker than I expected it to be. Like, there were things that happened that actually shocked me. Uh, after finishing the episode, I'm not 100% on how I feel about it. Like, it was fun to watch, but I feel like I need to watch it again. Like, and my roommate summed this up was that, and we've talked about this so many times, is that when we have episodes like this, things go so fast. Like, this episode was insane. And of course, it was supposed to, it's weird again. It's supposed to be weird and crazy, but like this, it was just nuts. And I've just the whole time like it's not like disjointed it's just weird there's all <laughs> like, yeah. The yeah there's the a lot intro, going though, on amazing. was this only the a 30 minute episode this was this was yeah yes. 22 minutes yeah like, uh holy crap. the intro like makes it though like the intro top like incredible. oh it's beautiful oh we will be like, talking about being the, all intro, the family yeah. members like, yes he is every character now Britt, what was your reaction to weird mageddon and what do you think of it as an episode <sighs> is like a roller coaster yes that sounds like the most fun apocalypse ever i want to ride on a giant goat <laughs> at the same time there's like no more nachos so that kind of sucks but like <laughs> i don't know it was really exciting like a lot happened and it was basically just wendy hardcore all the time which was really awesome there was no mabel so it's kind of sad yeah. yeah but gideon actually didn't annoy the piss out of me for once uh dipper was awesome zeus wasn't evil um, we didn't get Stan, but we got Ford. Well, sacrifice. Is he gonna come back, or is he permanently like King Midas over here? I don't know. Who knows? Because that, there were so many questions. Like the entire time, we were just like, "What? Oh, that looks pretty." I well, then there's that. a lot no, of no, bad no, things no. happen to a bunch of people. No, like, thank you. 
Yeah, I don't know. Was he gold? I don't know. He was, he was a back scratcher. It looked bronze. like he was gold. Bronze. Why is he yeah. a back scratcher? Phil, you don't even have skin cells. You have nothing to scratch. No, oh, he has a physical form now. Oh. We don't know what he... But he yeah, he... Britt, we'll be discussing the biology of Bill's physical form because he regenerated in his hat. Like, and that was pretty distinctive. We'll there were like, that. yeah, there were like yeah. muscle yeah. fibers. Yeah. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. We're, I, I really loved Weird McGinn Bar One. I think this is going to go down as a classic. I mean, we'll see like how much the episodes connect and like, I don't know. It's, it's weird that part one of a thing is usually thought of as like the classic, but um, I'm just really proud of the show because I really do think this is um, like an all time cartoon classic. It, it was so good. It's, it was so good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like one of my favorites in a while, but also just it's just so distinctive, and it it applies so many kind of of these obscure uh, cartoon tropes that uh, it does really well. Um, like a lot of what this does that's interesting, like replacing the title theme, um, this bubbles, this going through the bubble gag. Like these are things that uh, other shows have done before, but like it just does it really well. So it's it's and it works. Like, like it makes sense. Yeah, it, it works. It, it's great for this episode. Wait, do you have your driver's license? Like the not having a driver's license. I'm pretty sure it's a giant trope. Yeah, yeah. There, there you go too. Uh, it's just no, I, we got everything uh, we wanted, Dylan. Like we got to see Pacifica. We got to see. We got. Um, we got to. Wendy. I would have wanted more Pacifica. Let's have Pacifica I, no, instead I know, of Wendy. But the fact that she's <laughs> there. But the fact that she's no. there. No, I'm fine with Wendy. Yeah, I like the increased role for Wendy here. Not no Mabel, but I assume we'll see Mabel next episode. Um, Better. The, the first ten. What ten, she's the, doing, hanging out in the bubble. Well, we'll see what she what the bubble is like. Uh, the first <laughs> ten minutes, I think, of this of this episode were like incredible. Um, it was just incredible fast-paced incredibly interesting uh just a lot of crazy stuff going on and then i think the second 10 minutes weren't as good the stuff with gideon with uh when it became mad max um like yeah. it was still good but i just think it was like a slight step down mad you know max. i mean i this i think this episode was written before mad max came out so i assume this was not based on i mean it's also like zombie well, land and like everything yeah you know? it's pretty literally yeah. every scenario yeah. Like yeah, so uh, same with yeah. like every trope for like the apocalypse was used. Yeah, so, yeah. so they definitely yeah they they went all out here and Alex Hirsch completely nailed it and I think this is an all time classic. Um, let's talking about okay, well we'll talk about the uh, the theme. I don't know notable things to me. We don't have to go. There's too much to go through thing by thing. We can point out the most <laughs> yeah. notable things. Yeah, the theme song. Okay, so um, here's backstory on this. When I was ten, my favorite thing in the world was when the Fairly Odd Parents movie replaced the theme song with like the monkey versions of themselves and yes. that, was, that was like actually my favorite thing ever and this is this is doing that again it's so great i was I'm, i don't know if i've reacted to this show as much as i have when they had the bill cipher theme it was so great the show already has one of the best theme songs on tv and um just the attention to detail if you go through this it's it's so incredible um it's just like i mean obviously it's just doing the the normal theme but with bill cipher elements uh the cast is um is is pretty great we have let's go through the cast we have eight ball replacing dipper in the <laughs> intro and then he notices the dipper skeleton which is great um and then uh we have teeth uh classic we have keyhole who i don't know if that was he was actually in the episode or if he was just in this intro part no he was in the episode keyhole and he's carrying a box of keys and okay and then we have uh hectogron which is uh <laughs> Just a hexagon with like a top hat and a mustache. That's good. So there you go. Um, it's it's wonderful. Like from everything from the replacing the people in the family, which I'm going to make the header photo for this uh, podcast to just uh, replacing Gravity Falls with the ciphered version of Gravity Falls on the uh, on the Wilder Tower and 
flashing to it again on the title screen created by Bill Cipher. Yeah, it's this is like the, my favorite thing the show has ever done, and I'm in love with it. It's like I when it happened, like my because I, I right before it started, like they just like the music started. I turned to my roommate and was like, "If they don't do the full intro, I'm be mad." And then like it starts, <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm like I can hear Dylan. Like I know Dylan's freaking out. Like I can feel it." <laughs> I mean, like, it was awesome. We already talk about the normal intro every episode to see if yeah, they play the full one. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh God. I was like, Dylan's gonna have a stroke out of excitement. It was great, yeah. I, it's, no, it was amazing, and yeah. like, then, and they even like the music was just, like messed up, and it was so great, like yeah, uh, everything about it, just just incredible quality. Um, okay, what Delaney? Other than the intro, pick pick an element, you know, he of of uh, <laughs> apocalypse uh, theme in the show that stands out. Like the, okay, so specifically to the apocalypse theme, not necessarily like an event that happened in the episode, but like you can be any the, event, anything. I mean, we'll talk. You know, regardless, we'll talk about at Wendy's end, Kree scroll yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, it's probably between like the fact that like we actually had like the time cops show up. Oh yeah, and also like it's very um like Bill Cipher has created pandemonium. Like he is cre- like I mean, and I I mean that as in like the city of pandemonium. Like he has created pandemonium. And it's really interesting because, like, they're just having, like, a party. Like, I don't know. I really liked that. It's very, uh... Of course, I was watching Halloween Town right before this and, like, Halloween Town 2. Like, this is literally the plot of Halloween Town 2. And, I don't know, like, I just really liked that, you know, we have, like, this party going on. And then also... And the party was, like, super weird. And then, you know, the apocalypse. Because I'm really not a big fan of apocalypse plots. But, like, I liked that element in the apocalypse plot. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Britt, one thing that stood out to you from, you know, here? There's so many things. I love apocalypse plots. So anytime you can put the apocalypse in anything, I'm usually on board. Just just FYI. I think I've mentioned that before. I think my favorite was probably Wendy's, like, just her family and just, like, her little bunker and, like, just showing up and having a bow and arrow. Like, I am Katniss Everdeen. I'm going to take over now. Yes. When, Wendy, Wendy doing... <laughs> he uh... the Armageddon instead of Christmas every year. Yeah, yeah. Armageddon yeah. drills instead of Christmas I just like the way the sky year. is, like, colored and there's just, like, you get these, like, big, like, landscape shots of just creatures, like, running around and, like, there's a giant goat and stuff breathing fire and the lady on the television expecting a rain of blood and bats with one eye making people into stone. Just... Everything. I don't think there yeah. was one thing that stood out to me. It was all good. Good, good, good. Yeah, I agree. Um, let me let me uh, propose bodacious tea. Uh, <laughs> oh yes. Toby oh, determined. I, oh. Were they hiding in a hot topic? Is that what it was? I think that was. Yes. Yeah, I think it was based it was on definitely topic. a hot topic. And then like it didn't it didn't it didn't hit me until afterwards, and I'm like, oh, they're still in the mall. Like this was a store. Like because it just everything was just going so fast, and I was like, are they in hot topic? Yeah, and nobody's gonna. I would hide. Not nobody's me. gonna call you that, Toby. But Toby determined is the greatest, and I'm glad <laughs> we should just get a prominent <laughs> role in uh in in this. Um, uh, I thought he was a monster. Talk, let's talk about yeah, Blendin and the Time Cops and the Time Baby first. Blendin here again, which is incredible. Uh, I like that Blendin survives. We'll see more Blendin now. <laughs> what an incredible choice to bring in the Time Baby and then just have the Time Baby instantly destroyed. Um, I know. I was really, really mad about that. That was the one thing I think I didn't like was the, the time baby and like all the time. I wasn't mad. Like, I was shocked. 
Like, it I was, was expecting them to, like, immediately, like, reform, be like, ha-ha, we're not that easy to get rid of. Well, it's it's possible that he'll come back, because, you know, he's an uh, omnipotent yeah. baby. But uh, let me argue why this was such a great storytelling decision. The Time Baby's kind of been this, uh, was never has never been used for a plot device in the actual show, and it's kind of just this all-powerful, uh, you know, uh, butt-pull um, in terms of uh, we can just change all of you know he's like just this time god and having him uh, subvert bill who we know who's being presented as the ultimate threat here would be not good so like he needs to instantly vanquish instantly establish him bill as greater than any of the bigger um forces that we've seen before especially one as you know purposefully silly as the as the time baby like this is the payoff to our terror like this is the payoff to why are we so scared of bill like yeah bill does weird stuff but he doesn't really like he's done stuff that's weird and scary but he hasn't like this is it like this is that's what i I agree like that's why this is why it's perfect is because this is the payoff like we really need to be worried about the finale maybe like we people are like we don't have any proof that people have actually died yet like characters but like we saw like immediately you know um like the cop got carried off and like people were getting hurt and like Pacifica's dad, like weird stuff, weird stuff happened all that. And then, then, but then when we kill time baby, like this is like, this is messed up. This is like, Bill is like, he, like, how are we going to just vaporize him? Like he just like snapped his fingers. So yeah. So I'm actually scared. Like I'm used to watching Mm -hmm. a show and being like, okay, who cares? Like everyone's going to live at the end. That's how those shows work. This show. I don't know. Like, this show did dark stuff in this episode that I was not expecting, and I actually don't know what's going to happen. Like, I could see, like, I mean, I hope they don't kill off Mabel or Dipper, but, like, they could, who knows who they're going to kill. I don't so. think they're going to kill off Mabel or Dipper or Wendy. But I, mean, but I could see something Zeus. bad happening. I could see something bad no, happening. No, I could see them killing off Zeus. Wendy, actually. Let's let's talk about this in a second. Uh, this the okay, we'll come back to it. yeah. I'll uh, so Delaney. I think I think killing off the time baby, time baby to me is like one of three moments where they establish uh, Bill as like completely legitimate, like the the end all yeah. be all. Like to me, there's the emotional um, connection to the show when he turns forward into the back scratcher, um, and that's like he's you know that's also kind of a kill. Um, He's able to instantly deal with uh, the biggest, you know, force we have in the main cast. Uh, there's kind of just the horror aspect of um, him uh, shuffling. Let me shuffle the functions of every hole in your face, uh, he says to uh, to uh, Pacifica's dad, which is great. And that was like the biggest horror moment, I think, from the episode. That was yeah. like crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it was like in the first like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last one is like establishing his power, which is uh, killing off the time baby. And I think... Yeah. Uh, they do a great job in just, um, you know, m- convincing us that Bill really is going to be a huge threat here, um, and not just a huge threat. Like it's it's it seems impossible for for them to deal with it. Uh, How do you think we're going to get rid of Bill? Do you know? So the set, the main plot of this episode is right. It's like. Dipper teams up with Wendy to get free Mabel because apparently Dipper with uh, Mabel can do anything. So, what do you think of this kind of concept? That- uh... Like, I like the concept, but the thing with for me was that, like, we've talked about this before, that, like, they have, like, this undercurrent in the show, but, like, for me, like, there was no emotion, there was no emotional payoff for me for that line, because that's not what the show's about. Like, that's not, like, we actually, at many times, like, that ha- that's, it's, like, it's been one or the other, and yeah, they work together, but, like, it's Dipper's day to shine, or Mabel's day to shine, yeah, at the end of the day, they're always together, but... For me, the more important part about this was Dipper's first concern was not saving the world. It was to save Mabel. 
to find her. And I think we kind of lose that a little bit with this line. It just seemed kind of a little cheap to be like, oh, this is just how we're going to move it along. Like, I didn't really like it that much. Like, it's a nice concept, but I didn't like the delivery in, like, as the season. Like, as usual, things like this get a little cheap. They get a little quick. Well, I think that it doesn't make a lot of sense, like, logic-wise. Like, what's Mabel going to do? Um, you yeah, know, the tipper can't. I, it's a nice thought, but it doesn't, like, it just seems like it's a little weird. Like, it's awkward to say. Uh, yeah, like, it's not something people, like, actually say. I mean, I can see them going after her to save Mabel, because she's Mabel, and we love Mabel, you yeah. know? Like, if my sister was stuck, either of them, or both of them, in a bubble, I would <laughs> no, be like, Bring you, Bill, I'm gonna deal with you tomorrow. I'm gonna get out of the bubble. Yeah. How am I gonna get up there kind of a deal? Uh, I, I, that would have just made sense. Yeah, I'm going to argue in favor of this. Uh, I think this works thematically because Dipper and Mabel's sibling relationship has always kind of been at the heart of the, heart of the show. Um, and I agree the show has kind of strayed the path in terms of separating them too often. And we kind of complained about their different functions even last episode. Uh, but I think this this works, even if it doesn't make a lot of sense in terms of why is the, uh, you know why is freeing Mabel going to do anything. But uh, I think it works in terms of uh, the show thematically reuniting well, the two, well, the two I, of like, them. Thema- thematically, yes, but like the thing is, it doesn't come off well enough for me. Like, I think this it's... episode's all about themes, though, so I feel like it especially works works great here. Like logic is set to the side here in this. Well, episode. I'm not as high on this episode as you two are, so that's part of it too. Well, sure. I mean, uh, I, I I don't know. Like, I, once we get into the get up going to save Mabel part, I think that's the weaker part of the episode. However, I'm not uh, opposed to this as kind of the framing device. Uh, for no, I like. I'm fine with like. I'm fine with it from like a feeling standpoint because I'm like, yes, Mabel and Dipper feels, but like it just the delivery of the line and like I mean, in context of like the episode before this, it's great, but it just it's a little weird. It's just and and it feels very much like okay, Wendy's saying this, like you know, it's very. I'm trying to think of like a parallel. It's like you know, it's on the nose and like just and you have it's in the sinuses almost. Uh, yeah, yeah so. Wendy saying it was a little weird. Um, it's interesting. I, I could I, I can buy honestly, Wendy saying it honestly. I think I think like we've kind of set Seuss that up. If Seuss had said it, like obviously Seuss wasn't there, but if it's Seuss had said it, I think I would have less of an issue with it. Seuss, Seuss is super corny, so you would say that, yeah. But uh, exactly. Wendy saying it is a little interesting. But I think it's all the more powerful because of that. I guess that's the intention. Um, what do we, regardless of this is framing this, what do we think of setting Mabel aside for the entire episode? I mean, I don't mm-hmm. like it because Mabel's my baby, but like I, it's not, it's good. Like it's it works well. It but works, like, we, in a plot sense. Yeah. We need the pay... Like, I don't think we can evaluate it until the next episode. Like, it's, part, yeah, it's, it's part one of a multi-part, yeah. Yeah, yeah episode, so it's, so. like, in the whole episode, she's just not in, like, the first half. The second half is on her a lot, then it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. It also allows and, the... And, you know, Wendy was there being a yeah, so ex- it wasn't, like, devoid it, of female characters. Exactly. This The last uh, element of this is it allows Wendy to step into the forefront. What do we think of Wendy's increased role in this episode? Awesome. It was balls. And, like, we finally have, like, this... But we've had this build-up. Not, like, it wasn't a very obvious build-up, but it's always been there, like, the corduroys. Like, they're just weird, and, like, they just... Like, and they're really hardcore, and, like, yeah, we get that from Wendy, but not in, like, this sense, really, and it's awesome, like, that we have this, you know... And, it, and like even the it's not really a throwaway line, but like you know talking about oh instead of Christmas we did this and just it's great like it just it's awesome and it works out it works so well and it doesn't seem forced or rushed or anything like it just, it just fits. It's like of course they did. Yeah, duh. Like, deal. Oh. 
This this I think this episode is the payoff to Wendy in the entire series, I feel yes. like. This no, is definitely. like finally 100%. Wendy's climax within the show. Um like in every aspect we get Wendy being her most awesome which here which why, has been which is why I think she's going to die. Uh, no. I don't think she's gonna I don't think she's gonna be super relevant after this episode uh, she's had uh, throughout the show she's been awesome she's been like this high figure for Dipper and then we get the payoff to the interminable season one plot of uh, you know Dipper crushing on Wendy the entire time with like him saying to Gideon uh, you can't force someone to love you they have People to be worthy to of your loving so I think that just all of this pays off Wendy's character in an incredible way and I think she she was uh, great here. And I also think this was probably uh, Linda Cardellini's best performance as Wendy in the series. And we also get to see her Definitely. and Jason Ritter. So that's cool. Um, <laughs> uh, what do we... Okay, uh, last plotty thing. What do, what do you think of Gideon here? He finally had like a humanistic moment. So there's multiple... Okay, two elements to Gideon. One is his role in the plot. It wasn't like he's a great person now, but it was it was an improvement. Do you buy okay? Do you buy Gideon's uh, heel turn at the end? Uh, uh, he seemed really nervous in that off-screen shot where the rest of the characters couldn't see him and yeah. looking at the, like the picture. So I'm gonna say that I buy it, but I don't. Listen, I definitely buy it. I just didn't just, like how it happened. I don't. I don't. Why I don't didn't you like how it happened? Like how it happened. It makes me feel uneasy. How's that? I buy it, and I'm like, okay. I was like, I completely buy it. I just didn't like it at all. How it, like, because it just, the, it was so awkward. Like, it just, I really didn't like the dialogue in that part. It was just like, like I was saying with like the Wendy line. Like, I didn't, and like, yeah, what Dipper was saying, like, it was payoff for Wendy's character. But Dipper wasn't trying to force Wendy to love him. He just had a giant crush on her. Like, it wasn't like. I don't know. It was really weird, and I just I didn't like it. Like I didn't like how it happened. Well, that's what Gideon was doing with with Mabel, obviously. No, he was, yeah. but like D- Dipper saying it, like I don't know. It just seemed very okay. We have to hurry up and convince the bad guy to help us, and like I just I didn't like it. Like it just it didn't feel very. I didn't like it. I just, loved I loved Dipper and Wendy's side of that, as I said before. Um, regardless of whether that line specifically speaks to their situation, just Dipper, you know, getting over her and learning about how things work from that. Um, I think including Gideon here is kind of risky because he wasn't a presence this season. Uh, he was for like two episodes or something, right? It's He was a season one character. He's, uh, in my opinion, not the strongest element of the show, even in season one. And here, um, he's his, involve, his role in the plot was not uh, incredible like this. Uh, but regardless of that, I also think um, him, you know, his heel turn at the end was also a little rushed. And um, I think this does a interesting job of resolving his character from a while ago but it's also from a while ago and like time-wise it's also like two years so in terms of uh when we saw episodes so it's a little it's a little hard to be super hyped about um gideon's role in this episode when it's been so long i think and it's still about like oh i'm gonna do this and maybe maybe we'll like me like that's it's still about i mean that, it's so. this episode, it's not trying to convince you gideon's like a good person but you know it's just resolving know, this john just, general I arc just, i just I, oh, I know i just don't like it like i don't like these kinds of arcs so i will not like it like it's just how I'm, it's if this is the last of uh gideon in the show that's fine <laughs> then we can move on uh, but we'll see yeah, about yeah. that i think he i think if anyone's going to like um kick the bucket so to speak i think it's gonna be him well, i we think it's gonna be him well, we didn't get, we still don't know, like, well, see, I buy the turn because, like, I mean, I, I actually kind of hope he's, it wasn't legitimate because that would actually, for me, make the scene better, but, um, 
We'll see. Uh, okay. The thing is, they didn't establish, like, he was, earlier in the episode, he was like, yeah, Bill came through, and we still hadn't figured out, like, the deal they made, so, like, we still haven't gotten that yet. Yeah. And I think it was more than just busting him out of prison, like, something, there's something else going Gideon on. Gideon was like, uh, Bill came through. I, my current thought on this is that, um, this is them trying to resolve that without it making sense. Like, I think this is it. I'm, uh, what, are we really going to see? Like, we don't understand how Gideon factored into Bill's resurrection. Like, it doesn't seem, like, relevant. But the episode referenced it without actually explaining it um, story-wise. I don't think that was supposed to have been, uh, Bill was supposed to have been, like, conjured that fast relative to that episode, which I'll talk about a little later. Um, But I, uh, yeah, I don't expect that to be resolved. But this was then their way of addressing it without having to actually make sense of it, which was impossible because Bill came, like, three episodes after that. Uh, okay, lastly, the cipher, um, at the end of the episode is apparently, uh, I cannot confirm this personally, I did not decode it personally, but game is over and I won, now it's time to start the fun, I always love corrupting lives, now let's see which pines survives. Okay, so, so we're talking about, um who's gonna die so according to cypher one of the one of the four pines dies okay so who who you got which of the four pines is dying i mean it's probably it's it's probably stan so ford i I feel like it can't be ford because he's already basically dead and then also like if ford died i honestly like i mean i would i'd be like oh no the emotional payoff's not there i completely agree there's no emotional pay like i honestly like i was shocked when he got turned into whatever simply because that happened but i didn't like Care. I wasn't I mean, I even care. shocked. Yeah, I wasn't. I was. Meh. I was expecting him to get like vaporized, like when he just became stone. I was like, eh, he'll probably get turned back into like a normal person in like the end of this when everything goes back to normal when they win. So if yeah, I think like, he'll go back to normal later. If a pine's dying is supposed to be a huge uh, emotional factor, That's Ford Ford hasn't been on the show long enough for that to be a thing. Um, you it you it's hard to imagine them killing off one of the twins. So it's That's odds true. on favor to Stan for sure. Um, we haven't seen him all episode either. He so. was he interacted with the big goat and then he went away. Right there you go. I imagine um, he, he'll be something that was him with the big goat, and, like sacrificial. Yeah, that was yeah. him with the big goat. He didn't. Nothing happened to him after that, right? It's no, just he, he yeah. was just running away. He was just yeah. like, please don't eat me. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no. So I feel like um, if this is this, this this prophecy comes true, it will be Stan kind of redeeming himself for all of his, which he kind of already has done, but whatever for once and for all, redeeming himself for his role in bringing back Bill, and then um him although ford is and alex in an interview today alex Hirsch said uh it was really ford who's at fault for bringing back uh bill but stan you know portaled and everything in in mid- mid-season so him yes. kind of rede- redeeming and dying and that would be a huge uh emotional uh yes. punch uh stan stan dying okay um let's go let's quickly run through here and talk about um gags we may have missed um from you know outlining the episode so, because there's a lot of, it's also just genuinely one of the funniest episodes, I think, of the show, too, among yes. among the crazy apocalypse happening. Um, we have a lot of uh, of uh, monologuing by, by Bill in the beginning, and all of it's kind of meaningless. 
Uh, but but that's that's okay. He was apparently trapped for a billion a trillion yeah, I wasn't, years. He was wasn't very interesting in his own decaying dimension. Um, Bill's friends are coming. Eight Ball Cryptos, a being whose name must never be said. All heck, it's Xanthar. That was the best. All <laughs> heck, it's Xanthar. Yeah. Why doesn't yeah, Xanthar toast. get a uh, thing in the in the opening credits? He got screwed. Well, because well, it's because his name can't be spoken, so maybe they just can't spell. <laughs> but his he name spoke his name. First. So and then there's a bunch but of he other didn't ones. Spe- but I don't know. We have a uh, cute biker um, mayor, and um, yeah, and uh, we had uh, okay, and we talked about um, Pacifica's dad as a rich capitalist. I welcome your tyrannical role. <laughs> that was great. What a uh, political statement by by Gravity Falls. So yeah. lovely. Uh, okay, we need more Pacifica. We need the payoff with yes. Dipper. That's gonna happen, right? Pacifica better be came in or Dipsifica. 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 There's Dip-sifica. many names for it. Yeah. Um, Padipica, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I expect some canon. No, There's like five names for it. Anyway, yeah, it's at least we saw her here. <laughs> I'm, um, she hasn't died recently, so there's that. I assume we're going to Bill's castle, which he sets up here. Um, Why does he have a whatever? Which is like his pyramid. It's a pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah, we have the uh, bubbles of madness throughout the episode. We had. Uh, we had. Uh, uh, Seuss talking to uh, ch- armchair abuelita. Um, time so time for a nap, and then she reclines. And uh, <laughs> for <laughs> for so for oh, looking at the bell. Um, no, no, go ahead, have fun. I'll be here. I'll be fine. <laughs> she takes a nap. Yeah, I'm glad we got to see Abuelita one more time. Uh, That's what I'm gonna do. What, what else we got? Uh, the the journals are gone. Did we react to yep. this? To I was- <laughs> I wasn't like like, make a copy. (laughs) I wasn't surprised. I'm actually kind of glad they're gone. Delaney, you know what I compare this to? This is like the uh, the Avatar's past lives getting destroyed. The the journals getting burned. No, see, that's the thing though. I was upset by that. I wasn't upset by this. I was expect. I've been expecting this to happen like the entire time. No, the journals are gone. This is like the entire show, and they're just gone except for one page, which ominously floats off in the distance. Yeah, which we'll get back to later. Like, what is it a foreign thing to make them out of fireproof material or like wet? Yeah, you material would think so. Put them on the internet. Yeah, okay. Did Bill shut down the internet when he brought a ball on Weird McGinnis? That's the that's the big question. No one here. was tweeting, so I'm assuming yes. How do you well, know I mean, no one Robbie was tweeting? He tried to take a selfie, but it yeah, didn't. Robbie tried to take a selfie. That was great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he almost got away. I would be Robbie. It'd be me. I'm Chandra Jimenez, he, and I ate a rat he, for dinner. I'm he, glad we got Chandra Jimenez in our time. He can't take a selfie while running. Seriously? He, he tried. Can't take a <laughs> well, he didn't take a selfie. He stopped to take a selfie, and that's how he got caught. That, yeah. That's why he, yeah, but that's why he got caught. If he had been he running and taking a selfie, a selfie at the same time, yeah. he would have been fine. Uh, we didn't talk about Louis C.K. as um, this uh, arm on head uh, monster guy who just needs someone to I to go into his mouth. I loved that so much. Yeah, and I couldn't really figure good. out his voice was to like the end it, scene, and I was like, <gasps> Yeah, it's Louis C.K. It also looks like Louis C.K. <laughs> his head. Yeah. Um, anyone want to get in my mouth? The big hungry monster here. Not one person has gotten in my mouth, and he needs to call his mother in the stinger. Um, that was that was great. Uh, so, and then in the AW interview from today, Alex Hirsch said Louis C.K. was his second biggest dream dream get as voice actor, but there is one bigger one coming. So oh, no. I don't know who that is. Um, I think the only one I can think of that makes sense is John Stewart, um, but we'll see. That's... Who does John Stewart voice? No, he hasn't. No, like, as no, he has not voiced anyone so far. That's what I'm saying. Who does and he the... voice like in? 
cartoons. Um, I don't know if he's done. I can't think of a voice role he's done other than that. Uh, anyway. Um, okay, never mind. Sorry. Uh, what else we got here? We talked about uh, Bodacious Tea, which was which was great. Uh, I think what I like about this episode is that it's like it's. I mean, it's so Rick and Morty. It hurts. Why was this episode so Rick and Morty? Just the monsters and just it was very. Rick I mean, and we Morty. have Justin Roiland in the episode, but I know other than it's that, so great. Yeah, just it's very the the all, the apocalypse. This is like a Rick and Morty apocalypse, which we've already it had. Kind of reminds me similar. a lot of Futurama. Yes, I I see that. Uh, what do you think of Ghost? Oh wait, what Ghost Eyes says something really funny. Um, I, he says, uh, why, "Why are you keeping your girlfriend in the prison bubble? Have we, the prisoners, become the warden?" <laughs> quit, <laughs> quit the philosophy. Sorry, it was my major. Says Ghost Eyes. You know, yeah, it's, it's pretty great. The pri- honestly, the, honestly, the prisoners are my favorite. They're yeah. great. Have we, the prisoners, become the wardens? That's good. <laughs> Uh, they Dipper and Wendy going through the uh, multiple bubbles. We have the anime uh, bubble, which is good, which is Speed Holiday. Racer. And if you look at the details of that screenshot, there's Speed Racer people in the background and stuff, and it's cool. Awesome. Um, we have the live action bubble in which we actually see uh, R- Ritter and uh, Linda Cordellini here, and it's great. And uh, I can't believe that they like did a shot just for that one thing, for that entire thing. Like, it's amazing. Um, it's perfect. And we, what other bubbles are there? There's like an old timey bubble. There's a bunch of them too. The old timey bubbles quality. That's that was that's like the biggest Homestar Runner thing. And of course, one of the creators of Homestar Runner is on is on the writing crew, so uh, that made sense. And uh, the birds, the birds, yeah, the birds. That was, the birds one was was pretty good too. Um, what do we think of Seuss as the outlaw at the end? <laughs> He's just it. there, I guess. I think there's Fantastic. some folk songs written about me. Yeah, it's it so good. good. And yeah, I think I think we we hit it all. There's probably and some stuff here. They all walked into the bubble together. Okay, so what are our they hanging? Hands and I got a little. I got a. There's some feels. What are our hanging plot threads heading into part two? We have Blendin um, to come back. We have uh, the page of the journal survived. Uh, obviously we're heading directly, we're heading into the bubble to try to save Mabel. Um, Ford's still a thing. That was an ominous looking bubble, you guys. It was... I can't tell if we're just gonna, like, start next episode and come out of the bubble and Mabel's there, or if that's, like, a whole thing. I'm not sure. No, I think, though, I feel like this is kind of gonna be, like, maybe a mixture of, like, the Teen Titans episode where they have to go into Raven's mind, or, like, um... Like, like, they're gonna have to, like, there's gonna be... Like, I really hope that's what it is, because I think that's, like... I'm pretty sure Mabel has been, like, possessed or she's, like, lost. And I mean, differently, like, I think it's a whole new world in the bubble. Like, oh, yeah, we're and... totally going into Mabel's mind now that you say that. Yeah, yeah it, that seems like that's going to happen. Which is going to be wonderful, by the way, going you into know, Please. Well, if that episode of Teen Titans is, like, one of my favorite episodes of anything ever. And if that's what they do, I will die. This It'll is so this good. is not going to be the whole episode, though. We don't have enough time for the no. bubble to be the whole no, episode. But maybe five minutes, yeah. It'll still be good. Yeah, so there's that. Uh, Stan has run off. Um, Time Baby's dead. And... The rest of the the rest of the citizens of Gravity Falls. Like we have to wrap up. Like because I'm assuming not everyone died. Like we have to like see what they're doing and like how they're going to be saved. I think we're getting or how they save themselves. Uh, yeah. What if um, Gideon uh, is going off to fight uh, to fight Bill and his uh, eight and ball. And of course, and Bill has then. to figure out what's going on and like come after them. Yeah. Okay. So that's all there. 
By the way, just random thought. We're totally getting Pacifica at the end as like a uh, yes. you know a core epilogue she's gonna be like, with Dipper. She's going to be like, I think she's going to get like super hardcore. Not quite as hardcore. I don't as Wendy, know. I don't like, know if they're going. She's going to be involved in the plot. I, I, I hope so. so. I hope so, but I'm skeptical. But well, anyway, she finds the missing page, you guys. Yeah, yeah. She, someone could. She needs to find the missing page. That's true. Uh, so, any, my thought so was, where's Waddles? Where's Waddles too? That's another one. Right? <gasps> I know where Waddles is? He needs. So if Dipper is with Pacific at the end, which one of Mabel's uh, uh, many love interests is going to come back for like that blog? Oh, <laughs> That's my question. Gonna, That's my like, big question. All of them. If it's, what if it's just all of them? Yeah. <laughs> Mermondo. Yeah, that's the, that's the biggest one I think of is Mermondo. <laughs> Mermondo. Yeah, so I don't know. That's that's that. think think about this one. <laughs> Which what, what's going to happen here? Mermondo, the the gnomes. Was there the dude that was a vampire? Yeah, where, where, yeah. Where are Grinda and? Grinda was in the uh, opening, cre- the fake opening credits, camping with okay. uh, a lot of other people okay. who are left out of the episode. Basically, okay. I so didn't. Like... I don't think Candy was there though. Um, no, remember she got sent to like music camp. Oh yeah, and they're gone now. That's oh, true. Yeah. They set that up last episode. Yeah, yeah. they're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, yeah, la- I kept referencing this, so let me quickly. I, I've I've heard through the grapevine. I don't know if this is true or not, but it makes sense with what we're seeing. Is that um, Alex Hirsch originally wanted three seasons to wrap up gravity falls um but he needed it to be renewed after season two or else he was gonna have to end it there because he's not gonna you know uncertainly not get he's not gonna not do weird mageddon in the show so disney wouldn't renew it ahead of time and now he has like season two was like the second half was basically supposed to be all of season three and they had to condense it into you know the the second half of season two i don't know if that's true but it like totally makes sense with what we've seen um, yeah, I with agree. like this to the rushed plot direction, you know, the hanging Gideon thread and all that type of stuff. Um, and I, I agree with his decision, which is like, if it's uncertain, just just go for it. And I think at this yeah. point, it's pretty pretty apparent that Disney, at least, is not reviewed the show yet. But um, I, I don't think I don't think that we'll be seeing more from from Alex no. on Disney. That's that's my read on it, which is unfortunate. But at least we're getting you know this great ending. So, yes. and, and they're going out with a bang. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, yeah. and uh, th- either three or four episodes left. I'm thinking three. I know that there's sources that say there's a source that said three. I saw a tweet uh, somewhere else that said four. Um, but I think it's three because, especially because there's like one of the weird, there's like images that seem to hint at things, then the missing picture thing, and then there's three slots missing. So I think we're, we're looking at, we're looking at three more. So the question is, are, is it like going to be three more parts of Weird Mageddon or wait, like two more parts of Weird Mageddon and the final episode or what? Hmm. I, I want an epilogue, but I don't know if we'll get it. I'm thinking a four part Weird Mageddon and like just the last five minutes is like wrapping things yeah. up, you know? Yeah, that's what I was, yeah, that's I would be okay like, with that. And of course, we have no idea when part two airs, and it could be like a month from now. So we'll see Disney. Yeah. I will be so mad if it's like a month. As long as it's not next week. The thing is, the thing is that they're done with they're done with production. It's not gonna be next week. It'll be two weeks from now. They're done with production on the show, so I don't know why they don't just just you know show, show the last one. Because Disney hates us. If if they have since scheduled part two, we have not seen it as of this recording, which is right after the episode. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I'm super high on this. Uh, I'm like in. An A on the AV Club scale and above a 9.5 on my um, crazy scale. Uh, I don't know. A minus, Delaney? What do you think? I would... I'd give it an A. It just... I'm, I just wasn't like... The, the, really the letter grade scale is not is not as... Uh, yeah. yeah, but you would probably, probably be like... And I'd still probably give it like above a 9.5. I'd probably give it 9.6. So just there, I just have some issues with it. What about you, Britt? 
I'd give it a solid A. Yeah. Probably. I would say about a nine point five. I, I, I mean, I don't think I've ever rated anything much higher than that. But that's yeah, the scale is meaningless to to most of the listeners, but that's yeah. okay. That was our core grade scale, which is a ten is the best thing ever, and a nine point five is still super high. Um, yeah. This is a top three episode of Gravity Falls to me. It's not going to be uh, not going to be um, Time Traveler's big, but it might be number two. That episode's so. so good. <laughs> okay, let's uh, last comments on Weird Mageddon Part One. I think we hit everything pretty well here. Uh, I'm Dylan Heisen, that's Delaney Stova and Britt Falcon, and you can find everything about us, social media links, and everything about this podcast at OverlyAnimated.com. Um, you can subscribe, uh, new features, you can subscribe to our specific Gravity Falls iTunes feed, um, right in time for the showdown, uh, but that's up there too, on the right side of the... Bless you. There you go, there you go. I was waiting for the, I was waiting for the Brit part of that sneeze. Okay, uh, and... Um, Sorry, I was trying to hold it in. That's that's okay. It was it was great. Brit's sneezes are great. Okay, and we'll be back whenever Disney decides to air part two when they grace us with their with our scheduled no. um, episode. My blog name is still Save Waddles, so like I'm glad I didn't change it because Waddles has to appear in one of these like, last three. Where is three, Waddles? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, oh, maybe he's with Mabel. That'd be great. Let us know. Let me know what you thought of the episode, our commentary on the episode, and stuff like that. And what do you think is going to happen? Predictions. Get them in before indeterminate amount of time until part two. You have plenty of time, guys, but get them in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at this rate, the show will end in um, in December. Yeah. Yeah. Probably right around when the core finale we'll probably take was last year. Thanksgiving if it doesn't overlap. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. Uh, Wednesday thursday we have uh star wars rebels and um moonbeam city and sunday ruby and that's it i guess yeah because then there's no more uh also on hiatus steven universe that's not good anyway we'll see you next time guys thanks (laughs) thanks listening bye